back again on the North American Weed Tour podcast. Today we have Jordan Fleury, a special guest. What's going on, Jordan? Good to have you back. Happy, happy, well, Thanksgiving weekend, man. Long weekend. It's Friday in the house, so it's been uh, it's a beautiful day. I've been trimming flowers today and yesterday. As you all know, if I have anyone following me, hashtag colonized cannabis. I'm an SOR 2018-144 medical home grower and also a Manitoba Indigenous cannabis expert. So uh, okay. today was a beautiful day, man. Kids are out of the house. My folks, after supper, I had time to hit the flower room and I saved this last little bit of caps for our episode here tonight, Joey. Wow. So you said Thanksgiving? So Canadian Thanksgiving? It is the Canadian Thanksgiving mm-hmm. long weekend. So Monday, the uh, statutory holiday coming up. And uh, yeah, this it was like, what can I tell you, man, other than everyone I know is definitely at home hitting a Friday night blaze and uh, throwing it out and around the last couple of days, locking in guests for the volume two uh, podcast series that I run is coming out. So the list is building up and we're going to be running weekly episodes as well and keeping you guys informed some of that, tapping in with some of that. Everybody's tied up until after October 12th, man. So yeah, of course. Uh, this is going to be a good one, though. I've, like I said, I've been waiting to connect with you again. Um, it's going to be, yeah. Dope, I, man. I, I, appreciate you, I appreciate you being out with me today, Jordan, man. I know I know. We, we've had a little bit of a crazy schedule the last few months with with just events and then work stuff. And then who, you know, COVID is still being COVID. So I appreciate yeah. it. For everybody watching, this is episode, I want to say 32, but I believe it's 33. Let me just double check. Episode 33. Today we are going to be talking about uh, any kind of updates going on in Canada uh, anything going on in his uh, the province of Manitoba that he's you know he's been a uh, part of or uh, any kind of news in that area and then I'm also going to be talking a little bit about the USA Hemp and CBD Expo. Uh, I'll be speaking at that at the end of the month. Uh, R is also attending MJ BizCon as well as MJ Unpacked in Las Vegas in two weeks. So we are man, it's we're freaking going. We're we're ready. Look at you, man. Trimming right away. Talk to me a little bit about that strain. What are you working with? What's it smell like? So this is absolutely beautiful. It's I know the terpenes are going to score high on this sucker, and I can't wait. That's one of the things I can't wait to get the most. So this High North Laboratories that I'm involved with through Purity IQ uh, Hemp and Growers Research Project, and it's a C3. If you, those of you that know know Cannabis Council of Canada, it's an initiative an initiative through that program. And all of the uh, information, it's interesting. When I found out about it and I got involved, Joey, it was, uh, it, it had evolved initially with some of Canada's largest and now North America's largest medical cannabis producers. So we're talking Tilray, Canopy Growth, right? Delta 9, Aurora, all of them had started in this program because the program lends a full reading in in the analysis when I have it back. So I'm telling you, Jamaica Kush. Because when I started medical consumption, medical prescriptions, I was a uh, Medican uh, a patient, right? And like I'm arthritis and that's basically like, you know, normal body pain. So nothing over, over harshly. But I mean, when my arthritis hits me, man, it, it, like it'll knock me on my, off my feet for days. It's been like that for a long time. I had a, I was a very active youth, right? I was an athlete. So I mean, just wear and tear on the body. So Nonetheless, the Manitoba up. monster lives on. The Manitoba monster, baby. So I, I hit up these first time order online back when, before pre actual legalization recreationally. And I get this pack of seeds in the mail, which was a strain variety, a Kush strain variety. And I have two of them on the go still from that. And one, I, I've even 
So Aurora bought out Medican or Canamed, sorry. And I've relayed actually to Aurora now that I'm, I take prescription medication from them and Delta 9. And I said, hey, wow, I have this pack of seeds that was five years old, roughly. And I popped 10 of them, right? And so the two that I picked from that pack, I would say they are the Jamaica Kush and this Master Kush. Now, when we run through High North Labs, through the Purity IQ Growers Project, on my medical home grow, this simple looking, you know, which I'm, I'm proud of it. It's, it is craft cannabis. Like I know it, it comes out well. And what I'm going to be smoking here to, to demonstrate is a CBD flower here tonight. And I know that my, my medical cannabis home grow on the THC side of things until uh, accurately confirmed definitely hits me a lot harder than this. But this is not to be played with them for CBD flower. I'm impressed, and I'm going to be showing you some of this here right away to that. Why? Why is it that 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 CBD flower? What about it is it makes it quality to you? Well, that's what I don't. I can't say for sure. So, I, in one of my conversation, in a conversation there with Mitch, I had mentioned where you know what might be lacking. So when I hit this, when it connects with my ECS. Initially, I thought I had purchased a higher CBD product, but with also coming at in that eighteen percent sativa THC. And so, before I go too far around bouncing back and forth, one you got to look at it for me as a consumer. In Canada, CBD regulations it's not full. It's not a full. It's not a regulated product right now, right? So it's not a, other than out of the medical uh, field, you're not going to get a lot of CBD product in the cannabis retail store. So one, when it's being advertised as a uh, sativa uh, hybrid, and then also not fully demonstrating like in simple terms. So we got one of these harder readings on the breakdown, the, the milligrammage, the grammage to milligrammage, right? And the total numbers. When I left, I thought I was breaking it down around that 18%. Well, it turns out this sucker is only 4.27% THC. And it has a 6.67% CBD. So when I was, uh, for me, that tells me when I, when I hit this compared with the pro other products I had purchased at the same time, the pre-rolls, and then last weekend, the vape tip, uh, it just where I want to look at answering that is in wholeheartedly is, are there the scientific measures being taken on the human responsivity, the ECS to the plant? So that is so that is you know hey, if there was we'd have seen it already right if there and, if there was if there was if that was happening we'd seen it already right you would already have seen the videos of of, of damn what is the guy's name from X Men uh, with with the plug they put the thing on his head and they like read his brain and he can see everything like bro uh, who who oh, I don't even know who no. I don't even like X Men like that but my point is this if yeah, we, they were studying brain responses to cannabis and back pain responses and muscle synapses and all these different things, we'd have been heard about it. We had, we would have, but they're not, they're not doing that. They're just studying. Oh man, it's impact on, you know, the P, not to say, not to minimize PTSD, but we just always hear about PTSD, cancer and on, on the same five to 10 things. Yes. Instead of the whole thing. Now, again, I'm not complaining here. It's just the reality that a lot of attention gets put to certain things and invested into certain things versus others. And that was, this is one of those instances where it, it is. Yeah. So the plant life cycle supersedes that other science right now, that science correct. and research in the human. And then, I mean, how, why would they not also, I mean, we're almost getting to the realm of talking and we're, and, and the question is, would, would you meet me there? Biodome. 
right? Because that's essentially where it would need to go. How yeah. is the plant life cycle actually in its full growth state responding to human interaction? And then like you're, you look at that. So I, I'm answering your question there, Joey. I what I'm saying is I don't know. I don't know how it registers in comparison quality wise with the numbers, <clears throat> but this stuff, <clears throat> it gets me lit, man. And it's not like a, it's on a harsh burnout. Does it, does it taste good? That's what matters. It, it does taste good. And it had a familiar taste, like right off the bat when I had mentioned to Mitch, it has a very familiar cush taste. So like t nice little popcorn buds, not a lot of different from your usual cannabis flower. So I mean, and then mind you, the, the branding and the, the packaging alone, the labeling alone is deceiving a little bit. So I mean, CBD. Can you hold that up case. for us? Pardon me? Can you hold that up for us? Yeah. CBD skunk haze. Ooh, a little. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sativa hybrid. Okay. There's the milligramage, the total percentages. Yeah, yeah. Can you spin it around so we can see the front too? Very low THC percentage. Yeah. So I mean. And is that a plastic jar? It is plastic. Horrible. Plastic can't see through. It's got to be solid color constantly. The same, like your same labeling is going to be pretty standard. Delta 9 is a big producer, right, in, in Canada now. So they're obviously taking care of their own labeling and packaging. When I started hitting up podcast, Joey, and pulling in information, I, I pulled in a fellow that we both have a mutual acquaintance of ours, Luke Costello out of uh, Mac Technologies. Yeah. And when I first connected with those guys by phone, they were actually giving me a little of insight on some potential processing that. So the, as far as I've caught wind, there's a large processing plant coming to Manitoba, which is going to be definitely needed. And I think if anything, that should alleviate what we're seeing as far as up pricing on quality products, right? For the for the cost on what this package really includes is almost a Canadian tour from one province to another and then to another to be packed like labeled and then into back into retail distribution. So I mean if we can if we can polarize uh processing in in Manitoba and not just completely owned by big corp big pharma, right? Like a wholehearted approach of processing and there are a lot of small and looking at the craft cannabis right so for like and you look at it this way so i, I don't want to lose you on aside from telling you those big names that are getting in on this this program that i got into with purity iq there's a major cost it's 1650 bucks for one to get the analytics on it why am i going to do it for two strains though because it comes of, with a full like when you talk full a total total cannabinoid uh, reading, 191 different cannabinoids, 51 of the, uh, you get, so 51 scores in terpenoids alone. So you're looking at, we're looking at 140, like 140 readings, different of different readings, strictly on cannabinoid, and then 51 readings of terpenoid, total terpenoid. And they both will come with a, will be part of the terpene retina, man. So get this. When you guys connect with these players, man, and you're going to find out more because it's all coming to an end right away. So these scores are going to come out. This little home project of mine that's itty bitty that got into the right place, man, but pushing for the right reasons, we are actually going to be part of Canada's THC retina. So at some point, in as far as standardization goes, this plant right here that we're looking at and talking about today, Joey, and I won't be able to consume it. I've eaten a lot of it today. When we go for a coffee after this, my wife's going to have to drive. I like to eat the, the fresh plant. When I tell you on how it tastes, flavor, compared to the, the aroma. You the eat scent. it. 
oh yeah, man, like the live fresh little buds, that's the number one indicator for me. If it's hitting the chart to where I'm going to need it to hit. <laughs> I have live, never live heard. Response, if like I'm telling <laughs> that live plant responsivity, again, we need human test trials on this stuff for sure. Yeah. Well, human test trials, consistent test trials, some kind of just stable something that can really help patients get a better understanding, um, whether it's a data or even just referrals and the reviews. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to hear that you you have an interest in doing the reviews um, with us and on your own as well to, you know, a big part of me growing my brand was doing that and growing Respect My Region was also doing that, you know? So I think yeah, man. When, when, uh, in this day and age, you see a lot of people, a lot of brands doing cross collaboration. And that's something that I'm very excited for you about. Uh, and especially too, you know, uh, Manitoba, there's a lot of very exciting things going on out there in cannabis. It may seem like, I know uh, before the episode, you mentioned that not a lot has really changed legislation wise and updates, but even still any change in the right direction That's is right. light year speed compared to what it was for decades and decades and decades. That's right. <laughs> and so although it's moving slow for what we want and the pace that we have, right. And what we would like, it's still compared to so much more activity and progress than before. Now that's kind of leads me to the next part of my, you know, my questions, um, what are some of these updates for the province that you're in? And also, you know, I guess some of the major ones across Canada as a whole. So the, the review is actually coming to an end here. The three-year review on the Cannabis Act will be officially on October 18th. And they've announced that uh, some medical changes as far as recreational and medical boundaries go for consumption. So right now the highlights coming out early have to do with consumption boundaries. And if you don't know, there are differences in exact amounts of distance away or in proximity to particular places and, and establishments, depending on whether you're medical or, or recreational. So up until now, Joey, basically the, the highlight of what they've announced and what I shared on our uh, Facebook page the other day, for any insight of what's to come the most is uh, those that have been following and now that have even uh, started to follow respect my region, which I know locally they have. And like, you're going to, you're a, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're a hit man. It's, I'm going to be, I'm going hey, to come through. I'm going to be up there soon enough. You know, I know, gotta, I know. We gotta figure out this, we got to figure out this border situation. I'm vaccinated. I've been vaccinated now for, uh, I don't know, a month or whatever. I had to do it just to travel. I don't, yeah, even got a, I don't even got a choice. I just am trying. I got moves to make. You only get one life and I'm not going to spend it hiding and worried about. Politics. Exactly. No, man, you're a player, man. You guys are doing it. it, it we, what we, we and that's the thing we've got to we're going to have to play the game either way. Otherwise, right. How else are you going to stay on top? And that's just where hey, I see. You guys I'm not trying to play their game. I'm playing my game and my game is making moves, putting people on. <laughs> that's right. A lot of people are always like, oh, man. <laughs> Still in the rat race, though. You still doing this? Yeah, but I like my rat race. I yeah. like what we're doing. I like feeling good about helping other people and teaching people. Yes. And then also, I like smoking weed because it doesn't make me sick. Yeah. Doing everything else, and I always say, doing everything in regular America, going to regular public schools. I went to regular public schools. I took on $22,000 times two for my first two years of public college education. Yeah, man. Maxed out my student loans. I am your classic United States public school, college, high school graduate, college graduate, 40K in debt, 
get a car, put it that on debt on credit. No, I'm not trying to teach people and keep people having living the same stuff and making the same mistakes that I did. Everybody, I always encourage entrepreneurship, data-driven decisions. Use your analytics. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Google will give you free shit for everything. You can make free websites on you can make free websites on almost every major website provider. Like if you need a hundred dollars a month for a website, slide in my DMs. I'll give you a hundred bucks for a website. <laughs> First month's on me. First month's on me. It's, this is not this is, it is not hard. To, to do these things, what's hard is getting started. What's hard is staying yeah. consistent. What's what's not hard is physically doing it. Once you get it going, you going, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to get started. The consistency for sure, my man. That's a thing. <laughs> that's where we're at. So we're like to, to, to wrap that up real beautifully. So one, we we had looked at we had a dynamic shift in the in our family, uh, our our home life. Right, basically, as Krista and I were building our business together. And then she is also, my wife is beautiful at her profession and her career working with autistic children, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's done it for over 10 years and it is a part of our business for the long-term of CBD regulation in Canada. And we're vying for a license to be producers, right? And we want to have a hemp production as well as our, like a really fine craft medical grow as well, right? So we veered off. I'm full steam, you know what I mean, Captain. We're taking the FEL Limited to the top. Krista's gone back into the education system full time, and uh, we agreed with what we have in the meantime. Finding a technical assistant, so we titled it technical assistant. And much has to do, Joey, with a lot of the uh, trailblazing and the leadership that you guys have demonstrated. The role modeling that comes from Respect My Region for. Young like startups. I'm not. I'm 40. But I mean, I'm talking young in business startups yeah, and breaking those stigmas. Man, boom! You guys are the making the waves, right? So it's like, why wouldn't we wake <coughs> at the same time? Look at where we're going. So I'm gonna bring in a fella. Like we've narrowed it down. We ran some interviews through Zoom meetings and such, and we had 29 applicants at first, and it was crazy. Some even from the Czech Republic, uh, East India. Right. I mean, it was kind of interesting looking at that uh, at it because I could see for, but I mean, we're not there. The whole world is looking at North America cannabis. Exactly. Like, I'd love to be able, it's motivating because when we can get to the point where we're looking at those types of resumes again and and actually saying, which person are we going to relocate here this year on a, like on a working permit or whatever, right? Like, that will be beautiful if we, if when we ever get there. Well, for now, we narrowed it down to somebody that uh, three of the applicants were local, right? Very local. And we had a pretty stringent uh, criteria on the, the Indigenous education component of it. Uh, like it's just even the walk of life component of where we're taking our business in the cannabis industry and then where I will be working with communities in the near future yeah. and next year and, and move, moving forward. You, right? get to pick, you get to pick who you want to hire and what, right, what man, you so, know or don't know is up to you. In we need somebody that on the team. Well, that's going to fit in, right, man? Because this person's going to be following me around now. And with some of the new regulations, this person is going to be able to record me consuming cannabis product reviews while I've just left the retail store uh, within, you know, beyond my 12 feet from the, uh, the retail store where I will have purchased medical grade cannabis as a medical consumer requiring my medical consumption at that particular time. Nowhere near a park or in a public otherwise zone. 
and I will be able to share those reviews while showcasing those stores while I visit, possibly talking with the staff. <laughs> you guys trailblazing. And we're not, right? not going to tell nobody where you're going ahead of time either because I know you're saying this shit because there's people that watch these episodes. So all you haters, all you legislators, and all you enforcement people who are going to try to catch us slipping, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to be able to do it. We can tell you why. We follow the rules. We follow right. them to a T. We do our research. We make sure to abide and be a good cannabis community person and be a good cannabis citizen. We are exactly. good cannabis citizens in this community first and foremost. And that's not only what we're saying my region's about, but that's what you're, that's what you are about. And I think that's where we get along great and we're a great partnership in that regards, my man. Talk, what, what, give me a trimming update. What do, what do you got going on over there? Well, I'm clean. They're, they're pretty close to done. So, I mean, these were... I started the other day and I take my under canopy trimmings first. They started to, uh, I go by the, like the nice little popcorn buds and they start going orange. And I, I mean, I've shown them off and people have told me you cut them a little early in that, but not really like these, these are for, this is 34 days flower. And I mean, I dwarf my plants. I use 100 watt daytime LED. <laughs> like we've got a family, man. I ain't burning nothing down. So I use quality flower. Why, why, right? 30, not, why 30, not 40 to 60? Bob, just because I run my, I veg my plants for that for that first fifty days. I veg them, I I stock them up a little bit. I get them, then I cap them, and I keep them dwarfed at around that thirty six inches, and then I stock them out a little bit. And then the kind four twenty nutrients I feed them. Right, I play with those nutrients, so I don't think I've given them one consistent feed, and that's not knocking them. I love them, but I'll do what works, and on my next system, I alter it a little bit. I stop a week out of there. Or I, I, I mishap my lighting for a week back and forth by an hour and keep my maintain my, my, but I document all of it, man, because I think it's going to be worth it sometime when we're really, really educating people on what the benefits of being able to produce your own cannabis flower is, right? So, I mean, now I'm down to these. We've got a lot of pistols. There's a lot of sweating trichomes. Like they are kind of glistening. I'll get, I'll bring it up nice and close here when I'm done. There we go. And I take what I've taken off here now, I'm collecting in this pan here. And it is literally just popcorn bud leftover and very, what you see here, the sugar leaf. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to trim that up again a little bit. When I dry that and weigh it, it'll add it to a running consistency I have on the side of my full 150 gram uh, maximum allowance. Mm -hmm. It'll probably put me somewhere around 10 grams now. When I hit around 21 grams, I'm going to make myself and like some butter so I can make edibles and have them for myself. So that whole thing, man, more content as we get going, more dialogue, that whole regulation shit, that brings in a different. Now we're talking locked freezers. We're talking we need a separate uh, mini fridge that we have to keep under a locked in a locked uh, walk-in closet yeah. so that our young twins. Absolutely. And like I don't anticipate because we're pretty open. I invite and, and we are planning, and I'm inviting authorities to podcast episodes. And I also want to run an, uh, a live tour inspection with the uh, electrical inspector, as well as health and safety inspector when we upgrade, or the home inspection when we upgrade some of the inside of my SOR 2018-144. So we're not hiding anything, you know what I mean? I don't anticipate they would come too much to like, Catch me slipping. I don't know what I'd be slipping on right now. Like you, you said, I don't know what you'd be slipping on. We're too busy. We're too busy following the rules, making making shit happen, registering for everything, following all the stuff, making sure we do this, making sure we do that. Man, it's, 
Look at this. I got I got some kosher kush. Classic kosher kush. Look at that. Yeah, that is beautiful looking. Nice little nice dense yeah, nug. Nice diamond nug, man. Oh yeah. Smell lemon. Sweet, sweet lemon. Oh, gassy pine. It burns the nostrils. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ugh, ugh. love it. Absolutely. Where, where, where's that? Where's it growing out of, Joey? Do you, is that local to you? This is uh, DNA Genetics. Comes from a company up there in Sacramento, California. That is approximately six and a half, seven hours away or so. So yeah, that's done, man. I'm gonna hang that up after we're done talking. That'll be that. There we go. There we go. It's coming in. This one has, so for our practice, you know, I haven't seen, I know you guys had all the, you know, different testing and all that kind of stuff on there, but I haven't physically seen Canadian weed since 2018. Um, yeah. And so this packaging says 24.86% on the THC and total cannabinoids at 29.78. You obviously know that most people uh, either buy based on high thc or terpenes or by strain or by or by brand right so it's very interesting uh in california uh being that it's so large of a state here with so many cannabis consumers you know already used to the culture and ingrained in the culture uh, but they still buy a lot of people still buy based on high thc a lot of tourists come here and buy based on that um and when you go to the store and you're there, you know, you're at a dispensary or, or you go anywhere and you're buying weed, however that may work for you. Um, you know, what? talk to me about what you look for as a cannabis customer. What is attractive to you when it comes to uh, Maybe start with a couple strains and why those strains are appealing. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm a big fan of the Gorilla Glue number four, like the original. Okay. And that one's a hitter for me. It always had been, I think, right when the Canadian legal market first opened up. Um, believe it or not, retail stores were a dime a dozen, Joey. Like, we Tweed, Tweed opened up, kind of took things by storm, right? So they plopped down in some of the larger spaces. Uh, Brandon, Portage, oh, Winnipeg. And for a while, that was the only places you could hit. And they carried... That Gorilla Glue number four and Cold Cush Creek. Cold Creek, Cold Creek Cush out of Alberta. Have you have you heard of it? No. Or okay, so it is a common. It it floats around, uh, still hitting up on most retails, and it's a higher end product. And they're just two of those really, really heavy hitting uh cush, you know what I mean? Like your general you're really nice Hindu, however you want it there, your Hindu or your um, um, uh, Afghani Kush blends, you know what I mean? Like your yeah. typical heavy hitter, like you said, your nostril burning, that danky, purpley kind of wank to it. But the Gorilla Glue number four also tops my list because I've been able to consume it as well in uh, B.C., Okay, and that was a totally different effect. And as far as what I when I first consumed it here in Manitoba, yeah, 
And it was also, I ended up giving it away. And I, that's kind of a funny situation there because we were there for business and my wife was with me and I had the opportunity to grab some at a retail. It was 2019, so one year into regulation. And uh, I mean, it was just super fresh there, super fresh and sticky. And I bought the pa I bought papers, I rolled it myself. And after we had consumed it, we were waiting for a taxi. And I, it was gonna be the first time for me to bring it on to a plane, which I still haven't done, which was going to be a first time experience as far as the regulations go. And uh, that shit just really hit me really hard. Like I, we were in the taxi ride to the airport. And when we got out, I dropped it with a couple that was sitting on the curb there, actually like a local couple that were not uh, planning to fly anywhere there. But I was really tripped right out and paranoid on that. I shop around for it now. Those are the what ones. That? That? Uh, Gorilla Glue number four. So you can hit it up in different strains. The Gorilla Glue number four is it's authentic. It's authentic genetic though. Well, well, that's the thing, right? Is that it, is it is it the authentic genetic when it varies from cultivator to cultivator, and they're just naming it the Gorilla Glue four, GG number four, or GG four, all the different variants. And, that, and to tell you that I don't know if it was a different cultivator in Manitoba from BC. So, okay, sorry to cut you off there, but that I don't know. And it didn't stand out that way. But the difference in the the effect of the cannabis, for sure, freshness was. Well, most, I mean, the, the difference in the effect of the cannabis is going to come down to a number of variables that, at least inside of your body, are going to stay fairly consistent with obvious, you know, variations. And then yeah, in yeah. terms of the cannabis, I mean, the cannabinoid profile, right? And so in order for you to experience a different effect all together, it would be a combination of just natural triggers or stressors and then an entirely different cannabinoid profile or terpene profile. So to me, GG4, I've had certain Gorilla Glue 4s. Uh, some places call label them a sativa. Some places call them a sativa hybrid. Some people call them hybrids. I've seen Gorilla, I've seen gorilla Glue called an indica before. Yeah, that's... That's how I've hit it as indica. So for me, if it, if you got mad anxiety, you either all of a sudden got super scared about traveling or being at an airport with it and just were like, got to get rid of it. Or, uh. or <laughs> it doesn't seem like you necessarily, but at the same time, you know, who knows, right? And and, and to be real, I've been there. So like my, my thing would be then, okay, then what did it taste like? Did it have that strong, was there a strong citrus glue to it? You know, that lemony, piney glue. Because when you do smoke that, that's known to induce anxieties with a high THC profile. Mm. And it's, you know, those kinds of things. That's why, you know, certain strains are more attractive, more, you know, to, to me. I personally smoke a lot of OGs, a lot. I smoke a lot of Kush because it's California, the creators of Kush. And yeah, man. And also the you know the bay with the gelatos and all that kind of stuff up there, I smoke a lot of gelato cuts, a lot of skittles and runts cuts. I smoke a lot of different. Um, I already said Kush. I think what are some other things that I see? All the all the damn, so you know, for the gelato and the skittles cookie cuts, cuts. I've hit most of that strain. Those those last the latter of that series of strains you spit off for me up here in Canada. I've, most of that has been consumed uh, by shatter. That's a those are common common extraction. You know, huh? for myself though, yeah, like that's where I've hit that and in the concentrate 
flower wise though. And then Not even to, to answer your question further, I don't know if I like, and it's the same thing I told Mitch, man, it's just where I'm at when I shop, I'll listen to the bud tender. I go into conversations. I tell them exactly what I'm looking for. And nine times out of 10, if there's something there that I haven't had, that's what I like. That's what I try to leave with. Got to. I like to definitely keep trying to hit the new stuff. And as far as even those return strains, like the, the Gorilla Glue number four, that's a that's a $50 eighth at any retail store in Manitoba. You know what I mean? What, what about edibles? Haven't they really hit a whole bunch of them? Like I've, I've done the review on the Maui Wowie. I've I like them. I've made my own cookies, right? So I don't know. Does it... Do you? I've seen. I've seen your reviews, man. Holy fuck! I can't believe you hit that shit sometimes like that. For me, I smoke herb. I you love do, herb. You ever heard of the money spread? You ever heard of the money spread when the rappers when the rappers spread money up their arms like they? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. The dulce. It's the dulce spread challenge. You got to get every flavor. So when I find edibles, they, they really wank me out, man. I don't know if it's like that for everybody else, for a long time consumer. 20 years I've been consuming cannabis by inhalation. I like edibles. I'll eat my own cookies for sure. I have no problem. When my body high kicks in, though, like when my ECS connects with whatever I've consumed that way. You, but so you're, you're, not eating this, you're not eating the same edibles that other people are eating. So for I'm number green. one... Number one, you're eating you're eating decarbed butter edibles paired with fatty fatty fats. Okay, other people are using distillate, not with, with just sugar, sugar and candy products, right? And cookies, and so and typically the cookie products I don't believe are a butter infusion either. Mm. Don't quote me on that, but it doesn't make sense at scale to use butter for your edibles. So in my experience, everything's generally a distillate infusion, or in this case, this is a coconut infusion, coconut oil. And then also out here, there are, oop, I got them right here. We have, check this out. I have live, I got live resin gummies. You know the dabs, live resin, yeah, yeah, sugar and diamonds. Well, now they take that and they put that in the they put that in the edibles. So, like a gusher? Nah, that which like it, I want to. No, it's just infused somehow. It's like you know, it's still blend. like a, a, a yeah, like a soft candy, a solid just, soft candy. Yeah, it's a just as a jelly. You know, it's super. I thought you meant like a gusher, like it had like the extract or something. You know, I kind of like the idea of that, except for cannabis oil would stick and ruin your teeth. Yeah, it would. It would. Topicals. You reminded me, man. Topicals is new to the list for Manitoba medical applications. Really? Topical creams, yeah. So CBD is going to become a lot more familiar that way. I think, yeah, CBD topical creams. Little, little tinctures. You got? Have you ever seen packs? You got packs out there? <coughs> no. Packs pods. I haven't seen that. So it's a battery that's like Bluetooth. You got an app on your phone and shit, and then like you can custom. Like when I plug this, when I take this pod and I stick it in that battery, the pod has RFID information flashed onto it already. So meaning like Buddy's brand, they basically create a pod profile about every strain that 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 they do, 
And when you plug that pod into the battery, it automatically sets the battery temperature to what the brand believes is the best temperature for that strain, for that pod. That's high tech, man. But Six. that's customer yeah. satisfaction. When you, sure. when you now, now I'm on, you know, I, I got a lot of love for packs because I think things like that is what makes them uh, a very strong company as a whole, a very strong brand, but they don't do enough marketing and stuff to make them cool for customers. And so like, to me, a lot of the brands are cooler than PAX is, but PAX is super valuable. And so it's just, it's an awkward balance that they're kind of not filling yet. But when you rip these PAX pods and like, when you hit them, you know, a solid four or five seconds, <coughs> and like it's low temp and shit, bro, it's some of the best tasting. Uh, I mean, these are dab. This is live resin in a vape and we don't mix none of this shit with other shit for this product. So it tastes phenomenal. And then you obviously have tried cartridges before. Yeah, man. And live rosin, like the live resin, the rosin. You like, you like, do you like rosin and shit? Is rosin popular out there? It is. It is. It's a kind of like, it's, it's not very trendy, I guess, if you can say that, right? It's kind of hit and miss for me as far as like the COVID re relaxing through the summer. And one, ultimately, this summer coming out of COVID, as far as having company come by and people coming by, uh, retail cannabis containers and and you know what i mean with people uh company when it's just becoming more common it's just a normal thing that that's you have people visit you're a consumer they generally are showing up like you know now with retail products so i like boom that kind of alleviates it as far as the uh, uh other restrictions go with medical that's interesting i can't share by le like it's illegal for me to share my medical cannabis so I've got to keep a, a recreational cannabis flow on supply. And that at times does include that like more often than not floating around. I think even upstairs right now, we have a pack of shatter for sure that we've bought sometime in the last month. You know what I mean? Yeah. How much left of it or not. Then we have uh, like yo cans. I've had uh, uh, the aspire vape even where dry herb I've gone. So I'm like, again, man, I am fucking you're trying all the stuff. I love it. I love it. I love the joints. I like rolling joints. I like smoking joints. Now, before before we get on out of here, I got to talk a little bit about the uh, MJ BizCon, MJ Unpacked, and uh, and USA CBD Expo that I'm speaking at. I got to do yeah. it. Really, I got to do it really quick though, because uh, someone is locked outside. So for the first event that we have coming up is MJ BizCon. We're going to we're going there in two weeks to Las Vegas. We'll be at MJ Biz and MJ Unpacked. Those are two. Uh, major cannabis conventions. One of them is awesome. buyers, brands, and industry from national, all networking. So I think they're speed dating <laughs> and you know vendors and all that kind of stuff. And then MJ Biz is the largest cannabis uh, convention in the world. That no. one traditionally brings the most people to any one place in cannabis at any one time, uh, in convention style stuff. And so for um, for that one, we're very excited to be out there. Uh, I'll be at both events. Mitch will be at both events. And then I'll be speaking in Chicago at the end of the month for USA CBD Expo. And that's an very, yes. exciting, very exciting for me to give me my first time. So um, I really, you know, I'm excited to do that. So I've got some, I've got some updates for everybody tuning in. Um, I appreciate you guys. You know, I'm not sure this was streaming on Facebook again. For some reason, we had some technical difficulties again. I was checking while we were watching. So right. uh, I kind of want that's kind of what I want to cut it short as well is I'm not sure what's going on with 
the Facebook connections for two. No of worries, the, man. It's all good. Two of the three profiles did not stream it, I believe. Um, so I got to dial in that. But man, I really appreciate you uh, for everything that you do, Jordan. Thank you again for the conversation, for helping share some information and shedding some light on the Canadian market. Uh, I definitely see a collaborative podcast coming up dedicated to Canada stuff. I think that's something that's coming to life. I can't wait. On this. Um, and to anybody that is in Canada or in the United States that is looking for more information, please do reach out, like, follow, and subscribe to Respect My Region. Please reach out to Jordan Fleury. <coughs> if you have any questions, just drop a comment. I'll be following up and reaching out. Thank you, everybody, again. And Jordan, please do enjoy the rest of your time growing and trimming your plants. Uh, we killed 20 out of 23 of them right before uh, harvest season. So win some, you lose some. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Yes. Later, G. I'll see you soon. See you, man. Till next time.